hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? This is episode 52, season finale. We made it through two full seasons. Yeah, boy. Smashing that shit. Definitely want to give a shout out to the day ones, yo. If you've listened to all 52 of these episodes, <laughs> kudos to fucking you. And I appreciate all of the support Definitely. for Thank sure. You, you know you. what I mean? We've had an, an upwelling of support coming from from listeners and, and, and friends of the show alike. And so... Definitely looking forward to uh, to kicking off the next season. We have some nice stuff uh, planned for you guys. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start out with the somber part like we do these days. Um, this one is a surefire example of the general malfeasance you will get from a Los Angeles police department. This one goes out to the Newton Division for uh, killing Daniel Hernandez on April 22nd. And then killing another Daniel Hernandez in the pursuit of the same man on April 30th. So because of their inability to find any other initiating contact other than drawing their weapons and shooting at people, they murdered two men falsely. Didn't even bother to verify either times, even if they had happened once. Didn't and even and not to, to mention this particular uh, division, the Newton division is known for doing these kind of things. No, known so much so that they call them the shooting Newtons. <laughs> like this is what I'm talking about, and they want us to. They want us to That's reform crazy. this. You cannot reform a culture of murder. Yeah. So they know what they're doing for sure. You know, what I mean, I definitely want to give R.I.P. to those young men and their families. Uh, I, I, well, not a R.I.P. to their families. A condolences going out to their families. Um, we've got to have change. You know what I mean? And it's reaching across all communities, black, brown, any color. Just disproportionately hits us if we have melanin. But yeah, let's go ahead. and Let's start out with, with, with Tim watching because I had some entertaining things uh, that I was able to catch. Hopefully brighten up the mood a little bit after that. Nice, nice. What have you been catching? Um, I, I was pretty much on, a, on an animation tip this week. Okay. I saw... Um, uh, the Death of Superman and the Reign of the Superman, which was the follow-up movie to that. It's like a two-hour, like two, two and a half hour, two-hour-plus combination of those two stories. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, and I'm glad you watched those because I just watched Dark Apocalypse War, so we'll go yeah. into that. <laughs> and I also saw um, uh, Superman Red Sun. Which okay. is like the, uh, the retelling of like if the if Superman's spaceship landed in Russia instead of oh. in, in okay, the U.S. Yeah. So that it was a Mark Millar original that was eventually made into an animated movie. That one was pretty cool. It was okay. That one was pretty cool. It I'm, was I'm pretty not a dope. huge fan of those, but all right. It, it was pretty dope. I liked. I like how they. I like how everything was adapted. That one was pretty nice. And I also saw um, all of the Castlevania on Netflix, and that okay. was by far my favorite of everything that I watched this week. Okay, sure. then I'll watch that, and we'll talk about that next week. But yeah, let's definitely go into the super uh, the DC movies because I enjoyed the um, Dark Apocalypse War a lot. Yeah, this is um the the death of Superman and the reign of the Superman actually leads into that. Yeah, it's basically uh, as you know, Dark Side. Once he sets his eye on Earth, you know, what I'm saying step one, yeah, this like, thing oh, has what? the forever hard on for Earth. Bro. He really does, and he's like, oh, there's a Kryptonian there. Yeah, I don't really want to go through all that work though. All right, yeah, let's just send that Doomsday over there. You know what I'm saying to handle that business. And so he cut a swath through the entire Justice League and Metropolis alike. And then Sue yeah, came to step that up. One. I have seen that one. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah, I think we did watch that way back mm-hmm, when. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he gets fucking wrecked. And 
One of my um, and then after that, I, I thought that it was pretty. It was there was nothing flashy about it. It was a very straightforward. Yeah, movie. it was a standard telling. You of, know what of I mean? And and Dark Side, I feel like DC could do a lot more with his power of of evolving to every threat type of thing. <laughs> like. I get it. I mean, he doesn't really evolve to every threat. He's well, just that, always that's the, the description apex. that they give him. Oh well, the way I've always heard it described in the comics is. Oh, you mean Doomsday? Doomsday. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Doomsday. I'm sorry. What did I say originally? You said uh, Dark Side. No, I'm sorry, not Dark Side. No, no, Doomsday. Yeah. Doomsday's power of of always adapting to the um to the threat that's uh that he's that he's facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they, I never thought that they really showed that well, but that was just my opinion. <laughs> You know, he's always been a brawler type character, so it's like, eh. And and there's only but so much brutality you can show on Superman because Superman exactly. is Superman. At it's the like, end of the day, it's not Doomsday's <laughs> fault. It's Superman's fault yeah. because he's made to kill Superman. Mm-hmm. And so your hands are kind of tied when you're going up against Superman because really the only thing that kills him is Doomsday and Kryptonite. So um the it was pretty nice seeing the the different justice league skirmishes between them and yeah. doomsday they tried you know what they, i'm saying they tried <laughs> they would have been decent for a couple of minutes they thought they were doing something they did and then um and then once he gets murked out uh uh the second story was the raid of superman is basically how he comes back because you know spoiler alert superman can't die basically um not in the presence and of our son. Th- <laughs> and this one was pretty dope because they had a bunch of different Superman Superman came up to try to yeah. like fill the void. They had Steel, they had the Vindicator Superman, which is always just about like All those vindicator. niggas died though in Dark Apocalypse War. You right, see a yeah, lot of yeah, them yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bruh. It, by the time they make it to Dark Side Apocalypse War, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. But now after seeing those two, I completely understand why Superman was about his business in the for, in the beginning. Well, of Dark I've always said, if you ever watched the original Superman show, like the original animated series, yeah, that Tim one he one. had a fucking his rivalry with dark side depicted in that cartoon i think was very well done absolutely by the end of that cartoon when dark side has finally like beaten down superman and he's in the that final machine and, and superman is like beaten and, and like subdued that shit's crazy and he finally breaks that like that whole like so any point after that in which I see Superman encounter Dark Side. I have these things like, oh nah, nigga, bro. It's, it's going down. It's going down. You know, these are the these Absolutely. are the, the, the yeah. biggest rivals. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, they even had like uh, Lex Luthor, which surprise, surprise, he's played by it. Rain Wilson. Really? Yeah, from The Office. That I would not have expected, but he does his fantastic. They made job. his character so hate hateable. Absolutely, he's so insipid. Absolutely, so oh, insipid. My goodness. Oh, you should definitely gosh. watch Rain of Superman because even he's even worse in that one. Like, oh, is he? Yeah, like. The energy that Superman has towards Darkseid in the beginning of the movie is the energy I have towards Lex Luthor always. <laughs> Feel me? Like I just want to like flick his head super hard at super speed and just kind of like pop it like a pimple. That nigga's a consistent nuisance, <laughs> and it's like you never it's know his allegiance. Like the only dude. way to know that he's on your side is if there's no other sides. <laughs> Is if Pretty he's much, totally yeah. taken away all the other sides and oh, become so goodness. powerful that he there's just not even a conceivable chance that he could uh, he could counteract you. At that point, you have his allegiance. Pretty much. <laughs> other and that's than only that, temporary. he is absolutely not on your side. And it's very much temporary, any kind of allegiance with Lex Luthor. Like, that shit was saying? crazy. 
man but um moving into dark um dark apocalypse war that shit bro first of all raven MVP. raven has to deal with, like i'm sorry but i'm very unsympathetic to her plight because <laughs> every every jamaican has had a nagging parent who has <laughs> so this nagged you that rude. even outside of their presence their voices in your head berating you and every every jamaican woman has had their father levy very credible threats of killing their boyfriend and so <laughs> come on like these you know like anything that raven is going <laughs> through living. right now makes i i just feel very unsympathetic like yo that's life girl how you gonna crumble anything, that that's that basic shit more with her because she's going through a super version of that super version <laughs> come on version. come on <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than a, uh, a degrading Jamaican uh, mother, funny. bro. She will make you feel so bad about yourself. Except like, damn. The, the, uh, <laughs> a, a Jamaican mother that also has like demonic powers. You feel me, bro? They don't have. They don't already have demonic powers. <laughs> Wait. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, but um, no. That I just I thought that I was like, oh, come on, come on. Like you holding this dude back. And he's over here talking about, I want to kill your boyfriend. He's like, but look, you're the one in chains, bro. Your threats don't <laughs> levy any, like, I don't know, man. Those are, like, I have, I just don't feel like that would be very, a, a very, like, compelling deterrent. I'd be like, oh, I got this nigga. Watch. Nah, but, like. <laughs> I know how to ignore, I, know how to, I can ignore him very easily. Back, having to hold back something like that 24-7 is definitely enough to, like. But they made it, feel, they made it seem like the taunts were what was bothering her. I was like, yeah, the taunts wouldn't be what's bothering me. It's the expenditure of my magical energy to create these bonds. <laughs> I'm pretty, That's what's bugging They illustrated me. that, and I gravitated more towards that rather than the taunts as being the main source of her <laughs> debilitation. It was just funny because that whenever she was, like, struggling the most, they would always punctuate it with that. And I was like, come on, don't let that nigga get in your head right now. You got so many more other important things happening right now, yo. Fuck yeah. that nigga. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I always focused more on the fact that you know he's constantly draining her life energy, and the fact that she can't sleep. Like, come on, son. If you had to exist sleep for like bitches, over a whole yo. year without sleeping properly, nah, that should like, suck. Like, but it was interesting when she transformed into the white raven afterwards that was dumb. that was fresh so is she called white raven or is she like a phoenix or i have no idea because I'm not she resurrected sure damien which was crazy or if that was just for the one shot and then they i thought it was cool i was, was like dope. oh shit i really liked the outfit it, but, it was, and i liked her transformation like once trigon was subdued mm -hmm. which that nigga well, I, I don't even know what the deal they made with him was but all i know is he was more than happy to go with dark side into the fucking boom tube yeah he was like <laughs> He, oh, spoilers! Spoilers. He accepted the um, the duel of an old god to prove himself oh. as a new god. That was the gift her of her father gave to her, or he she said, gave to her father. Yes. Right. I'll fully release you, but you have to challenge the the new gods. No, she didn't need to oh. compel him. He was like, "Nah, I wouldn't. I'm, mm. I want to scrap with this dude. Let's bring it." I've been ready to fuck. exactly. That was exactly his mentality. Oh, so I got time he spent in Superman, gave him that bloodlust. He was like, "Oh, this nigga's worthy. He's worthy." Also, he got corrupted by that Superman hate. You know what I'm mm. saying? So I'll, I'll just explain that real quick because that was a cool point. Um, and I'm just telling the whole thing. So, yeah. yo, towards the end, John Constantine. <laughs> Uh, so Raven is a character who is the daughter of a very, very powerful old god. And within her, she has used herself as a living vessel to contain him, manifested in a human form, which is the only effective prison form, is to put him into a mortal body and then imprison him. And so she's very powerful, but she's expending most of her energy to, to contain her father with inside of her. Um, so John Constantine uh, 
has this bright idea that he can try to become the a willing uh, vessel for him so that he can manifest and and uh, fight Darkseid. Yeah. So in the process of that plan, they release Trigun, and Trigun's like, word? There's a fucking Kryptonian right yeah. there. I'm going to take that nigga. Peace. And so he manifests into Superman no. instead oh. and then fucking goes ham and starts fucking fighting um dark side and then at 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 one of the crescendos in the fight uh Lois Lane sends a message through uh Iron Man's armor and shows Whoa. that she's sacrificing herself to destroy one of the cyborg armor no, it was the Lex Luthor armor that oh, that Superman that had one. on. That's right. That's that right. That's right. Dark Side was like, "Nigga, cut over here!" You. you grabbed him and fucking just, just like took, ripped it apart, disarmored him. <laughs> it was like, "Yo, first I want to take this armor off because it's bullshit." Well, the, right. the chunks of the armor were still able to project the message. It's like this is embarrassing, Superman. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, and so she sacrifices herself, and that causes Superman oh, yeah. to wrest control of his body yeah, from yeah, Trigun. No, no, no. And then that nigga goes super ham on on uh, dark, dark side. side, yeah. And so Trigun being forced out is uh, contained by uh, John Constantine in a spell. So Superman proceeds to subdue or to distract Dark Side while they try to figure out a plan. And so I guess it flashes to the fight with Superman, and then you see. Fucking Trigun come out at one point and it was like, yo, thank you, daughter. And just fucking <laughs> goes, goes to work on Dark Side. Yep. Yeah. And so I guess yeah. it was the challenge of an old god to I the new like god. That. Yeah. Well, because as soon that as shit was fresh. It was really time, well done. Yeah. As soon as Trigun showed up the first time, he was just like, yo, who are, who are you? The new, because remember, New Gods is the story written by yep. um, Jack mm-hmm. Kirby. And um, and so Trigun is like, nah, nah, bro. We one of the old dog gods. I don't recognize no new gods right here, son. No, Only we cannot, we cannot exist at the same time, bro. Dope. My favorite thing that I didn't want to spoil for you beforehand was what had happened to the Flash. I thought that was so like, oh my goodness, that was super fucked up. So what happened to the Flash is is that with on their first attack to uh when uh in their first attack on Dark Apocalypse. They damage the power source of Dark Apocalypse. And so when uh, Darkseid subdued Batman, he combined him with the the anti-monitor and then made him one of his servants. And one of his first ideas to power Apocalypse was to take the Flash and put him on a, like, quantum (laughs) treadmill and plug that nigga in like a battery (laughs) and make that nigga run to power. So the entire planet is being powered off of... Off of uh, Flash just running, running, running. Yeah. Bro. And when When they find him, son, he's like, I can't stop running. It's like, you're not even running no more, bro. We already unplugged, dude. We broke the machine. Stop it. Yeah, make it stop. Yeah, I was like, oh, my poor dude. And this, what's really crazy is to see him like, like really skinny and like strung out because he looked really, he was starting to look like emaciated when he first. Yeah, it was like he was mainlining the the speed force. It was like a heroin. Yeah. Like a constant heroin. Because that was the only way he was going to stay alive. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Yeah, I felt so bad for him. Yeah, I, they would. They went in. Yeah. They went in. I did love what they did with the swamp thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, so Darkseid put these three cool. major pillars all around. Um, kind of like Earth. the ones from the DC movie. Yeah, yes, just like that. And so Lois Lane and team went to go get one. Um, and what was the other team? 
Uh, I don't remember. I know this. I think Lois Lane was with the Suicide Squad, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and that was her team. And then there was another team that went to the second one. one. And I don't remember who the third. No, there was no one who went to the third one. They were just like, fuck it. We're just going to have to oh, make, okay, make enough okay. noise off of these two. <laughs> and then they got molly jobbed. Yeah, they did. They got they, those two teams. Yo, they lasted by the way, like, they decided to mix parademons with fucking Superman Superman's DNA. DNA to make paradooms. And those niggas were... Far more superior. They were about that business. They were far more formidable than than all of the prior threats, and they were just 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 destroying the superhero teams. I mean, just literally destroying ripping them, them like, killing all the superheroes, <laughs> biting like, off limbs and throwing their arms away. Yeah, and shit. just disman dismembering them and disemboweling them and eviscerating them. All of the worst yeah. words you could think of that were happening to these superheroes. Were not fucking around. Um, and so. Uh, John Constantine realizes that he's got to do something about the uh, the uh, the third one, or else they're not going to draw uh, enough of the paradooms away from Darkseid for them to do their infiltration. So he goes to the other one, to the to the third one, which happens to be in in Africa, where Swamp Thing is residing, and fucking provokes Swamp Thing to attack it. <laughs> Evidently, Swamp Thing is is a is an elder god because this dude is just. He's yeah. just dismembering the fucking dark side tech like it's nothing, bro. Yeah. It was ingenious and it was hilarious the banter between them. It was really good. It literally like overgrows the fucking thing and rips it down. Yeah, bro. That was he's like, yo, I know you're mad at me, but he's actually gonna destroy the earth. So if you don't want your green to die, I suggest you do something about that and stop swinging at this invisible body. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's all on you. Just dips out. Yeah, and something was like your reasoning's undeniable, bro. I'm gonna go fuck this thing up real quick. It's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I am an eco-terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that shit, that, that was a very good movie. It was really well done. I don't know what the fuck uh, King Shark is. I don't know King if John shark Constantine. Is a shark. I don't know if John Constantine, how, he, he was making, how he was doing what he was doing with King Shark. <laughs> they had a prior relationship that I'm not privy to. I'm not here to judge. I just don't understand it. Right. Maybe it's like a, a shape of water thing. You know what I'm saying? They, they had... I don't want to think about this anymore. So I also, uh, yo, I watched the Eric Andre stand up, bro. Okay. How is that? I, I, I did a little research on Eric Andre like last bro. week. Sometime. Like, and it's funny because I don't watch Eric Andre because yeah, I don't like his comedy. He's not my type of humor at all. He's, he, he's, and you could tell it's a character, but. He's so dedicated to the character that I'm just not interested in the person who would, would be willing to do that. Like, and Fair. so, but I do want to make myself open to other people's art, so I wanted to give him another shot. One of my things is is that I Hannibal Burris, who's a who's a comedian who works very closely with him, mm-hmm. he like he made a comment that I thought was very prescient, and he was in conversation with Eric, and Eric was like, "Yo, I don't have a huge black audience." And Hammer Reverse was like, oh, yeah, yeah, just stop taking out your dick. And I was like, you know what? That don't is what do I don't it. like about his comedy a lot. It's like he likes to expose himself. And I'm just like, can we just not have anyone expose themselves? Like, yeah, listen, no. I'm equal opportunity. Men and women, just don't expose yourself in your comedy. I'm here for the jokes, the lulls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's uncomfortable for me to, to just watch you disrobe yourself all the time. And once again, his special started out and ended with him exposing himself and i was like See, that's, that's why i just don't like you bro and i don't, don't want to watch another hilarious. one <laughs> but it's not to say that in between that he didn't have some funnies he did have some funnies um but it's just such a weird coke fueled journey that it was <laughs> i couldn't even, like i i wouldn't even that's be able so... to recollect one of his jokes to to tell you like 
it's pretty crazy. Like he has some off, he has some audience ex, uh, participation that was entertaining. Yeah. Where he has an audience member plug in their phone and he does the thing where he just auto he he creates a sentence based on the auto suggestion, the second auto suggestion in your phone okay. every time. And so he just takes one of his audience members' phones and does that to their mom and then they worry about them and then you know hilarity ensues it was relatively entertaining it was new so i didn't mind watching it um i would never watch it again (laughs) (laughs) but um his comedy is is interesting at times and and very pointed and so i'm not mad at it um but yeah i could cut off it's funny because i only like the middle part (laughs) like the beginning the intro and the end could have, I could have done without, and it was just like the middle part where he's just kind of acting like a like like um you know a coked out dude who's really drunk <laughs> and it just wants to take a hit of heroin to balance out. Yeah, but you know he's got some jokes in there and he's trying to tell them, and I don't think that those are the cocktail that he does. I'm just saying that's how he's acting. <laughs> it's, and it's like, like all right, <laughs> the motivations. That's where you feel like it's coming. Yeah, from. that's where his directorial motivation comes from for sure. But yeah, um, it was relatively entertaining. Um, I would say if you want, if you're interested in something new and you want to try something, don't have your expectations too high, and you might enjoy it. And prepare <laughs> to see his dick. It's coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In creative ways, I will say that <laughs> it's not like he just whips out his dick. Does that help? Um, not particularly for me. Okay, okay. But it might help for someone else. True, true. <laughs> but yeah, so I watched that, and I tried to force myself to watch um Space Force, the Netflix show that? about yeah, the Steve creation Carell of the Space joint? Force. Yeah, it's just a lot of famous actors, so Job they know how to elicit a laugh, mm-hmm. but the setting is so dry, and there's just nothing funny. About the situation, just like a, there's nothing funny about like Mike, uh, you know, Michael from the office yes, being yes. A, a military general because right. you know, because we, I have no idea whether our country is run it. by somebody like Michael Scott. You know what? There's I just saw nothing funny about it. Similar, it was like a Viking style comedy, but the leader of the Vikings was like essentially the Michael Scott character, and I was just like. Bro, no, that's too dangerous, bro. You can't, you can't be like that in nah. like Viking times. He would die in weeks. No, and so like I, I watch, I've gotten through the first two episodes. I'm gonna try to finish it, and I feel ashamed. Oh, that I thought it was a movie. It's, it's um, no, it's a series. Series. Oh, how many episodes? I have no idea. I didn't even look through the menu. I was just that's like, weird. all right, let me see. Try to catch as many as I can, and yeah. it took me like several hours to watch two episodes. And how long are the episodes? I think they're 30 minute episodes. Okay, okay, that makes sense. But um that's interesting. I wasn't expecting that. I was it's just yeah, full show. It, like the side characters, like the non-famous characters are giving very passing <laughs> performances. Yeah. And I don't know, man, there's just the atmosphere of this whole thing is so dry and ugh. like there's literally nothing in the atmosphere of this show that like draws me into it. Like and I, and and I say that distinctively because I watch a lot of sci-fi, and mm-hmm. so it, you know, when you're in outer space, there's always nuances to the to the atmosphere that like really draw you in, and it's just like this 
man, have just, I over have I overdone it? Like I haven't done like a real like grounded military style. But no, but like you you could watch like Inglorious Bastards, which is very low tech, yeah. no, and it draws you in. Mm-hmm. This shit is just fucking dry, dude. It Holy seems like fuck. they're they're like banking off Steve Carell or like leaning on him pretty hard. But I and I and I bro, I hate the whole Michael Scott in a military leader position thing <laughs> because like watching him try to fumble into some of the through some of these situations is just like it's too soon man like we we don't have a functioning government like i don't like making fun of shit that's not working you know what i mean like our government isn't working and to imagine that like to have my and no one's talking about what's happening you know what i mean like this shit is like it's literally satiring something that's happening right now Mm -hmm. it's like too soon yeah it's (laughs) It's just like i don't know if i could do that right now you know what i mean i i even try to get high and watch it you know what i mean and i it's like, God damn, dude, this just, no. <laughs> no. Can't penetrate. No. <laughs> Can't maintain. So, yeah, I'll watch some more interest. of it. And if it if it can, if, if I can glean some some positive end out of it, I'll talk more about it. But uh, only in the most dire circumstances would I say put that on your t- television. <laughs> Damn, I can't even recommend it, cuz. No, I don't know if I can recommend that one. That one is is going to be a bit rough. But yeah, man. Um let's go on to some entertainment topics. You know, I want to um and I'm only going to talk about this because it's a popular topic right now, but uh Kanye West signs his gap deal. But I only mention it because I think that it's a great segue into a conversation of like there's a huge amount of Stockholm syndrome in the fucking black population. Mm-hmm. Like this nigga, I'm not watching this nigga's pockets, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't need money. He's not in need for money. And so why he would choose to go into partnership with a company that is emblematic of the systemic oppression that he ex- that he experienced when he was younger is not emblematic of the fucking american dream you fucking weebs like what is wrong with you that's not the american dream to do a partnership with gap after fucking they fucking abused you that's like saying that's like saying it's the american dream to fucking marry your abuser and to finally have them stop abusing you after they fucking abused you for so long when really all they're doing is hiding their abuse behind the marriage like no that's not the american dream okay him doing the deal with Gap is just emblematic of the fact that Gap is struggling for relevance and what little relevance, well, in my opinion, what little relevance Kanye has, they're willing to partner with. It is nothing to be lauded that they abused him and are now willing to do a deal with him because they are making money off of him. That is not reparations. That's not a sorry. That's not an acknowledgement. And then immediately that nigga starts moving away from black people and his support of black people and all of that shit. Like he did all of his publicity stunts to gain what, you know, to, to, to show Gap. Like, look, I still have some stock in the black community. And now that nigga is just slowly moving away from that shit. Like man niggas need to stop accepting this nigga and the bullshit that he does because it's all in his own self-interest and any help that happens is only ancillary and is not emblematic of a systemic attempt to change things so that's the only reason why i wanted to talk about his gap deal is to say fuck you kanye nigga (laughs) never never miss a chance (laughs) to say that um yo dude did you so this apple rolled out a new um uh, a new os Mm-hmm. at their last wwdc and it has this feature called sound recognition 
And what it is is that it will leave your mic on and just passively listen to sounds and make recommendations to you based on what it hears in your atmosphere. I'm good. The bro, the first thing Wait, I saw was a screenshot all. of someone's iPhone who had that feature on, and all it did is all night it kept on saying that it can hear water <laughs> dripping because they were listening to water drip off of their phone oh, to fucking go to sleep, and the sound recognition was fucking listening to creepy. itself and kept telling in broadcasting that they, and I'm like, yo, see, it's fucking creepy, and it kept alerting them all throughout the night. It was so silly, and I was like, yo. Why this is such a bad idea? Like, like what weirdo white dude thought that this was a good idea? Because I know this person has never cared about their own privacy. Not, not even that though. All that tells to me is that they finally hit the 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 rollout phase of that idea. Like we've been saying that our shit has been doing that oh, for yeah. ages. Oh, I've always feel bro, me, I've never that, had yeah. any proof of it. I've always accused but Blizzard now, of doing all that. Of a sudden, listening to there's my shit. a hard <laughs> version of it, which means they've at least been beta testing it for X amount of time. Real talk. You feel me? That's hilarious. I didn't even think of that angle, but yeah, you're absolutely right. They've been doing this shit for a minute. Yeah. This ain't nothing new. That's crazy. Nah, hell no. I would not want that shit. I'm not buying anything apple that has that fucking no nah, you kidding me Fuck i'm that. fucking never well it's part of the os so it's anything with a mic that runs that particular os will have that feature available nah, on being can't yeah not fucking with with that OS. that's why i just don't do i don't just don't fuck with that's apple right. and they pay less taxes than me and you <laughs> and i'm a stay-at-home dad podcaster nigga yeah yeah and i and i pay more taxes than them just to just to say but anyway we won't get into that that's a habit for another day um Man, so I heard some stuff. Like, did we talk last week about um, Easy E's daughters and their inability to utilize the their yeah, father's rights? Yeah, we touched rights? on it a little bit. Yeah. Well, there's been a running theme of people having issues with corporate entities utilizing private rights, and it looks like Nipsey Hussle's estate no. is now is has been going back and forth with Crips LLC for, I guess, ownership, a lot of the imagery and so forth and his brand. Um, and I just wanted to bring that up to say, I hope that, I hope that they can, they can settle that out and get all of that squared away because Nip's brand was a lot larger than the Crip mm-hmm. brand. Not to say that the Crip brand was an essential, and he always said he wanted to be buried in his blues. Like, he very much felt fealty to that organization. So that's not to say that they don't have some... Um, I think that they have some... I wouldn't, uh, It's not ownership, but they have some stake in that legacy. That's what I want to say. They have some stake in his legacy. Mm-hmm. And... I just hope that the 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 familial estate can reconcile with the with the corporate entity because I don't want to see nothing happening over Nipsey's legacy. We got to keep that one pure, man. For sure, That's he not fought what he was hard about. for that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I'm I don't know the ins and outs of it, so I won't speak ignorantly on it. That's not something I'm willing to joke about. That's not something I want to. I just want to put it out in the air that hopefully both sides of that come somewhere in the middle and can can reconcile something that is mutually beneficial to all sides because Nip did a lot for his set. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure that he would want them to flourish beyond his death. You know what I mean? And definitely, that's not definitely. to say he, he wants them to flourish at the expense of his family. 
You know what I mean? His family was what he lived for. You know what I mean? His set is what he died for. And so I I hope that throughout their their uh, negotiations or however it's going to go down, they can come to a reconciliation that is amicable to both sides. But yeah, um, what else has been going on? Sasha Baron Cohen's been out there <laughs> doing his satire that. thing again. Now, I will. I do have to call out him. You know his his rampant support of the you know the Jewish you know destruction of Palestine, which I do not agree with. But he, from what I understand, he mostly does propaganda, and so that is that is what it is. What artist isn't performing some form of propaganda when he's doing anything political? So it is what it is. But he has gone out of his way to troll Trump. And so I do want to, I do want to give him uh, his flowers there because that, that was masterful. He, I don't know how he managed to get into a Trump event and fucking Brad. ridicule them from the, from the microphone at their own event. Like, it's just <laughs> like, they're, they're so stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, you know, and, and when I rap, I want to talk about this, but like when you support Trump, it's not like supporting other conservatives and other Republicans. Like you can make defensible arguments for other people, but Trump is clearly stupid and a racist and his base is stupid and racist. And so when you align with line with them, you just point out that you yourself identify with those traits. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. you can't, get mad at me when i think that you're or anybody who thinks you're a stupid racist at least <laughs> at base if you support trump anyway i just wanted to holler uh, give uh tasha banner and cone a shout out for uh trolling the shit out of trump at his last event like man definitely look at the videos online if you can if you can catch them because boy they they're just golden his ability to to move freely throughout them and then completely why being in, in a satirical character right like not even like he's just seriously pretending to be one of them he's, he's satiring like, the whole time and they they yuck it up because they're that <laughs> stupid and lacking in self-awareness you know what i mean like they're not just stupid because i'm being mean they're stupid because they lack the self-awareness to even understand when they're being made fun of yep that's a stupid person they have crossed that that threshold yet but yeah, man, that shit was crazy. What's up? Uh, hasn't been too much else going on in the entertainment sphere. Uh, there's been some pretty crazy things going on socially around the country. Minneapolis has actually made substantive moves to actually disband their police force. Nice. And, nice. and attempt to institute something else. Something that I believe is supposed to be more heavily geared towards um, unarmed professionals for most things. And downsizing the armed force of the police to a very small unit which if that is indeed what they're doing right that that's definitely. the right direction keep the eyes on them because you know what i'm saying that's if that's what they're doing because mm -hmm. i'm sure there is going to be a hell of a legal fight to trust but to. verify yeah um the the capitol hill autonomous zone has been doing good uh, they've been effectively repelling all of the heavy machinery that they're attempting to use to break down their barricades. That's crazy. I'm loving it. Yo, crazy white people, do your things. Do your <laughs> things. Because even though a lot of those people are terrible racist and they don't represent us and 
they we aren't part of that free area that they consider theirs what i do like is that it represents alternative ways of setting up within this society because we are we, we are incapable of of interfacing with the political system on even a local level anymore you know what i mean like i look at the i look at the local officials like i look at the council member who has just gone on the rico act like even our local <laughs> council members for our municipalities are utterly corrupt i was looking at a fucking video a campaign video that one of these bitches made and i call her a bitch intentionally because yo you got to see what she used public funds to make bro <laughs> you got to look at these campaign videos that these people are using public funds to make the shit is absurd um so if we can't interface with the, the political system and they destroy our community so we can't organize on a communal level then shit we, we got to learn how to take over areas and that's what that's what they're showing us cuz if they can do it we could do it they might use bigger weapons against us but fuck it they're going to have to show their hand because it don't make no sense they're militarizing around us as it is we might as well insulate ourselves and protect ourselves. Shit. So I appreciate what they do over there at the at the Chaz slash Chop, as they call it. The Capitol Hill occupied or occupied protest or something. Um But yeah, that was a that was some cool shit that I had seen over there. Um oh man, no, I forgot. Jada verse Fab, the next verses. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that, man. Those are That's two greats, man. In my opinion, Jada has had the more the, the has had more longevity. Yeah. But if you want to talk about intensity of rain, yo, Fab had like a, a, a solid 10 years from like Hell 98 yeah. to 2008 yeah. where that nigga was that nigga. Feel me? You know what I mean? So because I was Memphis listening to some of the songs that they days. were like, but what do you play? With? What are you going to do when they play this? What are you gonna... <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. What is he going to do? Yeah. Yo, that was, yo, my mind was being blown because I was being brought back to such a fucking entertaining time in music, bro. Like, Fab is responsible for some amazing music. And Jada is responsible for some of the most evocative music. Like, if I want to get into a mood. I could listen to Jada to get into that mood occasionally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I super appreciate him for that. And so they have 20 for sure. And a lot of people, I, well, I shouldn't say a lot of people. I heard some chatter here and there on the internet about like, maybe they should go to 40 because after the 20, <laughs> after the 20, that's sick. when you're going to start seeing them have to pull out of the bag. Right. And that's the ones where you, but I think that Fab might have some sleepy shit that in his bag that he wrote on that niggas might not know is his. That he might be able to throw I some haymakers late sure. game because I think Fab Fab is is really good at writing. Like yeah, you can tell Jada's raps. You sure. can tell Jada's raps. They his ad lib fits in there perfectly. <laughs> his raps are written around his style, so no one else. He doesn't write. I can tell he and not and he's a different type of nigga. He wouldn't write for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Fab, I believe, has a little bit more of an artist vibe behind it, and so I feel like he might have some writing credits on some shit that might. He might be able to sneak Jade away, you know what I mean? And so I worry about that, you know what I mean? But it would, it's going to be a great battle nonetheless. It's happening, um, it's, damn, it's happening Monday. tomorrow, so mm-hmm. we're not going to get to it. We'll be posting this when it's going out. But, yeah, I look forward to that. We're definitely going to rap about that next. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, on the season premiere, yeah, that'll be a great topic, man. We got a lot of shit coming for you guys, man. I'm super excited. I hope you guys appreciate it too, man. Those day ones, man, you guys are what keep us going. But, yeah, um, what else been going on? Um, 
all of a sudden, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about statehood for various places on the internet. And so yeah, I just wanted to talk about too. that just because I don't think people are educated on these on these these topics, okay? So first of all, statehood is not something that we should be looking for right now. Our politics are fucked enough the way they are. We do not need new states in any shape, way or form whatsoever. Now what we do need in the two situations that I see most prevalently being talked about, which is Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, they have very different situations going on. And I'm going to start with Puerto Rico because I think that's the one that people are least informed about. Puerto Rico is a, is a, colonized, is a colonized island. Okay? I do not believe that the average Puerto Rican wants to be a state of America. They want to be an independent nation with open relations with America. That's from what I understand of most Puerto Ricans. Most Puerto Ricans who have emig emigrated, of course, want to be Americans. That's why they left the island to come to America to be Americans. So when Puerto Ricans want to be Americans, they come to America. But most Puerto Ricans on the island would like to remain with a certain amount of self-autonomy. And so what we should be advocating for with Puerto Rico is self-determination. Let the Puerto Rican island decide whether it would like to remain as part of the Commonwealth and become a state or whether they would like their independence. That would be the genuine response to Puerto Rico status. Okay? And anybody in that doesn't live in Puerto Rico should probably reserve their comments to nothing but opinions because there is no definite idea other than Puerto Rican people should have the choice to choose as a democratic entity what their self-determination is, whether it's as a state or whether it's as an independent Caribbean nation. So with that being said, you also have Washington, D.C. Now, the idea that Washington, D.C. should be a state is is pretty stupid. <laughs> it's a city with a metropolitan area. At best, it should be incorporated into one of the surrounding states that exist next to it, thereby adding their black pop, their overwhelmingly minority population to that state and allowing that state to be representative more of the African-American population that is clearly within its borders. That is what D.C., in my opinion, should do. But to say that that city should be a state is nuts. No, there's no reason for it. There's no reason for it to genuinely be. Now, they're saying that it's the capital of the country, so they don't want it to favor a state. So I can't put it within the state borders. It's bullshit. Because now you just have a fraught political situation where the three states are vying for the, the control of the surrounding area. And what happens in D.C. is completely unregulated. And so it, having it independent just isn't a good idea. There's nothing wrong with putting the capital in a state. It happens. Every country's fucking capital is in a state or prefecture of that country. So the whole idea that D.C. needs to be some kind of autonomous zone outside of the, the regular federal control uh, or system of municipalities. It's just n not true. And so that's what D.C. should do, in my opinion. It should be absorbed into either Virginia. Actually, I think it should be absorbed into Virginia because that would shift Virginian politics, politics 
crazy. But that's, you know, of course, they don't want to do it that way. But it should be absorbed into one of those surrounding states. But yeah, um, just a couple more things. Uh, I did see that COVID-19 test, uh, vaccines are, are, are being tested in Africa. And it's like, How man. How did that happen? Because, man, Africans sold Africans. This is one of those things, man. You know, those companies, those companies that are testing these vaccines, they they spread misinformation about what they're doing. And True. then they they get officials to sell their people out. You know what I mean? And so they sell this information to the people. So they get to, so they start volunteering and the officials know better. So they just stay out of, they just go, they leave the country for a while while shit happens. And, you know, it's just, it's going to be a debacle, but I'm sure as hell t- not taking no COVID-19 vaccine for a long time, if ever. <laughs> but um, that's a, that's a whole nother story. Um, that just sucks that they really, they, and Bill and Melinda Gates are like, oh yeah, we need to deploy ours first in the black communities. I'm like, all right, bitch, try me, <laughs> try me. That's silly. Yeah. Fucking, yo, the Gates are the worst thing ever that happened to fucking black people. Yo, they have done everything to test all of their shit out in our communities at our detriment. And then they go and they fucking make these great products and they sell them at exorbitant prices to communities that they proffer. You know what I mean? But they fuck us over because we're the fucking testing ground for everything they want to do. Shit sucks. But yeah, um, in other political news, <laughs> Van Jones, uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. So, you know, Van Jones has been very vocal about like, we got to work with them. Did the current administration, we got to work with them, blah, blah, blah. So um, evidently he's been, he, he was, so prior to, to us finding out, he was working with the Trump administration on their criminal reform bill. Mm-hmm. All the while, before the public knows this, he's on CNN promoting said criminal reform bill. Saying, oh man, look at them. They're working so hard. I know it. They're working hard. Look at them. Look what they're bringing to the table. Look, a criminal reform bill. He's just trying. Look at what they're doing. Right. Now, unbeknownst to us, he's, he's helping them develop this shitty bill that you can easily read and see is a shitty bill. But he's not fucking, he still doesn't seem to understand who he's working with. And so, guess what the, Guess what they do? They throw they, him under the bus. They leak that he's the one who's working on the yeah, bill. they throw him under the bus. And I'm like, what did you expect, Javan? Now you're <laughs> over here fucking advocating for a bill that you're, the, you're talking about and you're vaguely critical of at times, but you're the one working on. So Van Jones has set himself up into a fucking, a professional pickle, you know, working with the devil. And he shouldn't have done that shit. You should have just said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know what? It is what it is, guys. I wish you the best, but I ain't going to be involved with whatever the fuck you're planning. That would have been the optimal thing to do. Sure. But no, Van Jones wanted to go and fucking, he wanted to be the guy to, to, to play both sides of the fence and talk about, look at all the change that I got done. Yeah, he had to try out the leopard, the face-eating leopard party, you know what I'm saying? I'd be surprised his face got eaten. Saying he can't figure out how. <laughs> That's or the part why I don't get. It's like eaten, these aren't saying? normal Republicans, Van. I know you've been doing this your whole political career, probably, but these ain't normal Republicans, man. Oh yeah, it's a new game for sure. Uh, and, and anyone who hasn't realized that yet, you're gonna you're gonna be too far behind by the time you do realize it. Yeah, and so boy, I wonder where this is gonna go for him. I mean, he's probably gonna be fine in the political punditry class because they're used to that kind of chicanery. Right, right. But, That's normal for them. As is Thursday. 
it's a shame though because van 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 has is a real intelligent guy and he's a really Fair. good order his name is van yeah but van lathan is is legit okay mm. van jones not van so much jones. <laughs> van jones don't act like you don't know my name no <laughs> no but um van jones is uh definitely gonna find himself in an interesting place but actually you know what i wanted to wrap on the the cyberpunk 2077 uh, gameplay footage that came out nice, it was nice. genuine How gameplay was footage put out to the to to reviewers man and it looked really good Word. there's some things that that clearly i don't think the pushbacks are because of covid19 i think the pushbacks are because they generally are still fixing up some things like the hacking system still needs to be fleshed out just a little bit more um either that or they implemented an old version to keep it the the newer version so that the finalized version when they put it in like will be like a little bit more of a uh you know a surprise to the audience but for the most part the gameplay was very good it offered a ton of of a variation they really like gave you a wide berth of the game to to try out so that nice. you know you knew you know you knew what you were getting into and if this is this is just a small piece of the game there there's it's looking really good so they gave you access to the three starting areas one was uh the corpo the street kid and the nomad so it's like you know the rich kids the the poor kids on the street and then the people who live on the fringe of the city okay. and so yeah i was i, I probably want to play a corpo and then turn on them pretty much <laughs> start corpo and just pretty That's much turn funny. on all of my my corpo uh allies until I'm whatever they call you when you leave the corporation. But yeah, I definitely am looking forward to, to playing that game. That's going to be an awesome experience. Can't wait to give a review on that because the the graphics actually held up. They said that a lot of the the gameplay graphics that they had showed in the cinema, the 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 um the gameplay trailers, it held up. It was actually the graphics that you were playing with when you yeah, um, when you got the review copies. So that was really um heartening. Um but yeah, I mean the character customization is once again way over the top, um, and I'm <laughs> not as sure if they the were slider. being. I'm not even sure if they were being hyperbolic, but they were like you could be like you can determine whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised. Yeah, I'm like, you know what I'm saying the whole thing, genital slider, bro. You bruh, gotta choose, bruh, customizable, bruh. You didn't have the is, option when you were born. Now we're giving you that option. Wow, they really want you to live in this world, huh? <laughs> they want you to transpose yourself, yo. Be your best That's you, funny. bro. I'm living uncut now. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So um, but yeah, no. So I'm very much looking forward to the vast majority of that game. I have. I've, I'm not interested in like the whole genital fucking alteration aspect of character creation, but pretty much 99% of the rest of that. That's the most important aspect right there. You Mm. feel me? I'm not even going to wear pants. (laughs) I never want to consider my characters dong. I never want to have to worry about my my characters EPing. Never once. It's always unswollen. (laughs) That EPing can just chill right there unswollen just tucked away no, doing his bro. thing that's your sidekick pause, pause. that's your that's like your the sec the oh you put points into right it you can, can you spec it can you <laughs> spec it for extra veins character. for her pressure yeah that's no. hilarious you get titles for your johnson oh jesus <laughs> oh man but yeah so i'm definitely looking forward to um to uh cyberpunk 2077 whenever it drops even if they pushed it back again i just want them to i just want them to make the game live up to what it's supposed to be 
Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. I really do. Because the story is amazing. And just the depth of gameplay that they've that they've already showcased plus what they've announced man and i'm just looking forward to whatever they tried to do with like uh multiplayer the way it yeah. interact with other people they can get a cross platform oh my goodness it just it promises to be such a great experience and from a, a a team of people who have the ability and have the back uh the history to to really you know garner that kind of of hype so yeah and it looks definitely. like they give a shit too you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's like uh, Shigeru Miyamoto says, if uh, a rush game or, or a, a delayed game is eventually good, the rush game is bad forever. Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying, take your time. Make something dope. True indeed. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Because if it's good, we're going to talk about it. If it's bad, we're going to talk about it. But we're not going to buy it. True. If it, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. We're going to talk about it either way, but we're not going to buy it if it's trash. But yeah, um, I'm just going to close out on a little conversation that I was having with Carolina um, because it, it, it it's it's a real one. I think it's a real one that we have to consider um, with the with the fact that the president is now openly siding with the white supremacist element just unabashedly on social media. We, we have to under, we have to to really grapple with the idea that when people deal with Trump they're not dealing with normal republicans you know what i mean it's not the it's not the same as saying oh that's just conservative johnny or that's that's just crazy uncle whatever these are people who are actively and openly advocating for the restriction of me, just in reference to myself my personal freedom and so i hardline on that that's one thing that i'm never going to be open minded to I'm never going to be willing to see the other side of the the curtailing of my personal freedom. And so while I absolutely cannot imagine voting for Trump, I also don't trust a system that says that my only other option to protest Trump is to vote for Biden. And so we really have to come to grips with what the results of that are. Like, so what are the results of another four years of Trump? And what are the results of four years of Biden? And the result of four years of Biden might not be the open acquiescence to, to racist and white supremacists. But what it does say is that we are unwilling to do anything to change the, sli- the, the modern-day slavery that black people endure through mass incarceration, through capitalist exploitation, through, through over-policing, through, through the disenfranchisement of redlining and gerrymandering. Joe Biden will do nothing and has openly said he will do nothing to change any of the... He will not advocate for Medicare for all. He will not do anything... To actually advocate for the African-American community beyond saying that he doesn't support white supremacists. So in that environment, I am absolutely willing to let Donald Trump get another four years. I won't actively work towards it, but I will not advocate for the continuation of one type of slavery when the other side is the crumbling of the current system. Because 
another four years of, 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 of Trump will lead to further emboldening and the further militarization of the black community. And all I can say is, is that I believe in the people fighting for their freedom over the people who won't even acknowledge their privilege. I don't think they have the heart for this shit. So if y'all motherfuckers don't want to do nothing to help the black community, then let Trump bring his fucking racist posse to fucking take over whatever portion of the country they're going to try to take over. Because when they try to come for us, trust the people fighting for their freedom will fight a lot harder than the people who are on their fucking ventilators because they didn't know how to wear masks. So I, I don't, I don't want to see Trump get four more years. But what I will not do is advocate for the continuation of the very same structures that keep us in poverty today. That is a false dichotomy that I will not partake in. And I will not let people convince me that my abdication from playing in a corrupt game is the advocation for white supremacy. It is not. It is not my job to fix the system that was created and, and broken by a bunch of other people who have way more agency in that system than I do. And so I just, I want to make sure that everyone is firmly aware of what their choices are. Because niggas who fuck with Trump, just know I can no longer abide by you. You know what I mean? You can just go ahead Chalk it up to, to, to whatever it is. But I don't care how many years I got with you. If you believe that political expedience is worth my personal freedom, then you can go fuck yourself all the way. That's point one. But if you're willing to vote for Biden, just be aware you're, you're, you're pushing the buck for four years. Because ain't shit changing for black people in four years of Biden. And then we got to hope that after Biden, they get another candidate. And then what happens when they disenfranchise the next progressive candidate like Bernie Sanders? What happens when they disenfranchise them? We get to push the buck another four years. And that's the history of this country. And so if I have the choice, I ain't voting for Biden. And if that rings in Trump, then so motherfucking be it. That's, that, that's not my fucking problem. It's my problem to make sure that I'm strong enough to deal with the onslaught that's going to come from the surrounding fucking racist ass communities. That's my that's my responsibility. My responsibility ain't to worry about Biden continuing the same fucking mass incarceration system that objectifies black bodies today. That ain't my job. Sorry. You're going to have to do a lot more to convince me that it's my job to do that. And if, and they've created a system in which we cannot interface with them on a on a municipal level. If you just look at the corruption of our city council members, we cannot engage with them on a federal level. William Barr will not will not do anything to advocate for justice for black people. The the Senate and the fucking and the and the House of Representatives will do nothing to protect black bodies but pass feckless reform. So then what? How do you want us to we've been disenfranchised on every level, but you want us to to advocate for the continuing of the system? No. In a system that is recalcitrant to the influence of the people, all that's left is for that system to crumble away. And if the system crumbling away looks like Donald Trump getting another four years, then so be it. 
I'm going to do my job to keep myself and my family safe. And I suggest, I suggest that everyone batten down the hatches to make sure that they're ready because he's going to steal the election. Clearly, this country doesn't give a fuck what the popular vote is. And you've done nothing to change the Electoral College. And so guess what's going to happen? They're going to steal another election. Because he has the fucking will to and he has the need to. He needs to. He can't not be president. He's going straight to jail. So you think that he's not going to do everything in his power to steal another election? And you guys have done nothing to dismantle the very network of, 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 of bureaucracy that allows him to steal elections. So be very mindful of, of, of the real ramifications. You know what I mean? Like if, you, if, you, if you don't want to see the system crumble, then please do go vote for Biden. But if you actually want to see a genuine change, you're better off setting it out. Let them fight this shit out. And then we'll organize to, to influence whoever comes after. But if the Biden administration ain't going to listen to us. We can protest all fucking eight years of a Biden presidency, and I bet you nothing changes but words on the paper. Because chokeholds are banned, and they still choke niggas out. They told them, stop putting your knees on the backs of niggas' necks, and they still put their knees on the backs of niggas' necks. They won't even ban tear gas against the use of peaceful protest. They fucking tear gassed people in Aurora, Colorado, playing the violin to commemorate an artist who was murdered by the fucking police. So... Just miss me with the whole, you, we, we could fix this thing. There's no fixing it. So in a system that won't allow itself to be fixed from the outside, you got to let it crumble. And if the only way to make it crumble is to let a fucking dickhead sit on top of the throne while Rome burns, so be it. I got my fire retardant. I'll keep myself safe. But I'm not going to play that game. And I'll go ahead and leave you with those words and a couple extras. Follow us on the uh, social medias at the Twitter at Home Heron. And catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. And these final words, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. See you next season. Take it easy.